0: you mm-hmm. Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just talk about fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but show up ourselves.
1: Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy.
0: And I'm Ross Blotcher. And in this episode, we will exorcise caution.
1: (laughs) Oh, I get it. Oh, boy, I could use some exercise. Oh,
0: yeah, Yeah, you can.
1: Yeah, we witnessed an exorcism.
0: I think we we... went beyond witnessing it, Ross. Well, you witnessed an exorcism. Yeah, yeah, I you witnessed mine. That's right. But but we'll get there. First of all, what the hell is an exorcism, Ross? What is an
1: exorcism? Well, that is the I guess forcible removal of a demon. A- is it
0: always a demon, or can it be just sort of like an evil? Force. I guess it's always a demon. I think it's a demon, like a thing
1: that has its own ideas and personality and Mm. long history, apparently. Mm -hmm. And it is removed from you by prayer, by the power of Christ.
0: Right. And Jesus is said to have removed demons, to cast out demons and taught his followers to do so.
1: Really, that was like one of the most common things he did Mm -hmm. in his ministry. Send
0: them into poor pigs.
1: (laughs) Right. A herd of pigs. Yes. And them running into the lake. So Uh, mean. uh, But yeah, these uh, demons maybe go away for a time, but apparently they come back back and they have like particular names like the one that was cast into the pigs was named legion
0: i've actually been a part of an exorcism before oh, ross to oh, back that's up right yeah when i was 13 i think but maybe 14 a friend of mine appeared to be possessed and i was a uh... no
1: explain appeared
0: well i was actually on the phone with him mm-hmm. and his voice suddenly took on this like low gravelly tone and then he started saying like ryan can't hear you now.
1: And he wasn't doing like a Spongebob impersonation.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) But he was a 14-year-old boy, so his voice was a little up here, even while being down here, you know what I'm Uh, saying? but
1: Ryan can't hear you now. That's creepier.
0: Totally. And then seemed to know things that Ryan shouldn't know about what I had done that day and stuff, and they could have been totally reasonable guesses Mm. on Ryan's part, but at the time, you're freaked out and everything. Sure.
1: Not speaking Latin or anything, but still.
0: No, no tongues. No tongues.
1: Okay. Um, So, what did you do? You, Carrie.
0: Well, um, I was a bible leaving Christian at the time. I knew that Jesus said that if you were a follower of his, then you could cast out demons. So mm-hmm. I was like, what do I have that his original followers don't have? Well, yeah. Or vice versa. Um, and so I um, yeah, I just started telling that thing to get out of Ryan and had at it for maybe... Uh, 45 minutes or oh something. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And it was really scary. Stubborn. And it's one of, it's still one of my most frightening memories, even though I've, you know, sort of redefined it, but it's still scary to bring up. Cause I just remember the fear of that incident. I mean, if you genuinely believe that demons exist and you're confronted with them, that's about as scary as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I told this thing to get out of him and kept yelling at it. And then every once in a while, Ryan's voice would break through. So he'd be like, he asked for someone to come be with him. We got here first.
1: Whoa. I remember creepy. That. Yeah, yeah.
0: Creepy. And then all of a sudden, then he'd be like, Carrie, Carrie, I'm so cold. And anyway, it was. Holy a, crap. Yeah. Totally terrifying experience. And do you still got, talk to this person? Like, I do, yeah. So, how does he remember this? Well, first let me say, I, I got so scared, I like threw the phone down at one point and got disconnected. Mm-hmm. And then called back and it rang and rang and rang, so I was really scared. And the next morning, I called and asked him if he remembered. And he said, yeah, I remember something was here. Oh, I always remember. man. Yeah, now years later, I have talked to Ryan about it. All he said is, you know, and I totally believe him that he wouldn't lie about this, he said... You know, I would tell you if I was just a 14-year-old kid making that up. You know, I know that you would forgive me of that. That's not what happened. I don't know what happened there. I'm sure the explanation is psychological and not theological, Mm -hmm. but I didn't make it up. Okay. So.
1: Amazing. So, uh, I mean, that says a lot psychologically about how someone can fall into that kind of role or maybe about demons
0: yeah right hard to say
1: (laughs) i remember growing up i heard all kinds of stories people would tell uh, about demons being cast out and even physically moving doors as they left a room and stuff Mm -hmm. and i remember Mm -hmm. just being blown away by these stories and and taking them as fact but uh, i never witnessed anything myself growing up
0: okay yeah you know and at the time i contacted my youth pastor And I remember even my youth pastor was like, well, were you guys on drugs?
1: Whoa. You know? Interesting. Yeah.
0: Like he didn't quite. Even he
1: wasn't jumping on that bandwagon.
0: Right. And then he did say, okay, well, it sounds like you handled it the exact way you're supposed to handle it, which is to, you know, remind the spirit that Jesus had a hold on your friend and Mm -hmm. he belonged to Jesus and not to the demon. So anyway, that was my first exorcism.
1: Yeah. Amazing. That you performed.
0: You. Yeah, well, tried. I tried. Didn't get that thing out of there. Right. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> You're thing
1: Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We really are.
0: We really are. So.
1: We wanted to see an exorcism. We wanted
0: to see an exorcism. We'd seen the exorcist.
1: You know, I never saw it when I was young. I only saw it like a few years ago for the first time. Oh, really? It didn't really upset me or anything. Sure. If I had seen it when I was young, when I believed that kind of stuff might be possible, mm-hmm. that would have freaked me out.
0: Those are always the movies that scared me the most as a kid, or Mm -hmm. like the demon movies, Mm. for sure, for sure. So,
1: so, how did we get involved in an exorcism?
0: We looked up America's favorite exorcist.
1: Is he America's favorite? He's my favorite.
0: (laughs) I think so, because he's like our only one.
1: He's like, I think, the name in exorcism. He really is. And his name is Bob Bob Larson. Bob Larson. And that's Bob let's Larson. Let's call him Bobo. Bobo? No, let's not.
0: Why? Because
1: I know don't a like Bobo? Christian man named Dr. Bobo that I think of when I hear Bobo.
0: Well,
1: Dr. Truett Bobo. Are you
0: that numb? Are you going to get confused? Are you going to start talking I about I don't want to call guy?
1: him Bobo. I'm going to call him Bobo. You call, you call him, Bobo. him whatever
0: you want, but I'm going to call him Bobo.
1: I'm going to call him Bob Larson. Okay. He's
0: my boyfriend, Bobo.
1: Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we found out he was going to be in town.
0: Yes, we did. We said to ourselves, we said to ourselves, Ross and Carrie, we have the internet. I bet we can find out if he's gonna be here and then we used the internet and oh, we looked and he was gonna be here. He has
1: a website. He has a website. And it had his upcoming appearances. And the website was very deceiving, right?
0: Mm. The, yes that's right, right. because it, it, first it said that he was going to be here on one day, and that it was going to be right. like a class on how to learn exorcisms I think
1: yeah which we were all excited about yeah
0: we were and then I called and I was like hey it's Kerry, and we want to become exorcists mm-hmm. and how much is that and exactly where is it because your website's a little vague and then they were like oh just kidding we're not going to do that because it's been cancelled or something right. we were like F you and they're like
1: like, oh but it's here now yeah on this day yeah now we're gonna be in
0: pasadena and we were like we know pasadena that's near us
1: yeah and then they gave us an address and (laughs) we tried
0: to get to that address remember right oh boy
1: so yeah they told us it was at the hilton hotel but then they gave us this address and we show up there and that's not where the Hilton mm-hmm. Hotel is. Mm-hmm. So we're like a like an blocks. ice
0: cream store or something.
1: Yeah. And then there was like another place. So we go walking in there and they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. Exorcism. Mm-hmm. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're which like, is
0: not an easy conversation to get out of. <laughs> oh we just, No, we just wanted to see the exorcism. We got to go by. We'll
1: go... <laughs> right. And so, yeah. So then we like finally look up a map and find out, oh, it's like two blocks that away. Right. And so we eventually get in there. We find it.
0: Yeah. And so, and, and it was in one of those, it's exactly what you'd expect. It's in one of those conference rooms yeah. that's rented out in a hotel.
1: And, and,
0: and this was called Spiritual Encounters with Bob Larson. Right. So there are a few little euphemisms for his exorcisms. There's oh, really? a spiritual encounter, and then he also calls them deliverances.
1: Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. But he also calls them exorcisms. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, for sure. Happy to say that word. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was really eager to greet us. We were mm-hmm. met by this J.J., and he was a good old boy. I think he was mm. from the south, mm-hmm. something like that. Turns out he's one of the guys who holds you later if you have a demon.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a holder. <laughs> and
1: uh, and then we were greeted by Bob Larson himself, mm-hmm. uh, who wanted to know, like, hey, how did you find us? And how did you learn about this? And and how did you find me?
0: And how was he dressed?
1: And, uh, okay, right. So this is a good point. We often think of Catholics mm-hmm. in conjunction with exorcisms, mm-hmm. you know, like in the film. Mm, I know, I do. And so when you think of somebody who's an exorcist, you picture them wearing the black jacket, the black shirt, and the white clerical collar.
0: Right, and that one ex- little piece of white.
1: That's exactly what. Tell me
0: about that, Ross. Why do why do priests have that one little piece of white?
1: You know, I, I don't come from the Catholic tradition. I don't know if no, I can tell you exactly what the symbolism of, of that is. It's
0: as if they want their neck to be buck-toothed.
1: I don't think that's it. I think that's it. I don't think that's a real reason, but Beaverneck. Someone's gonna tell us
0: Beaverneck. That's what I'm gonna call priests from now on. Bobo the Beaverneck. That's just, what we call Bob Larson. Bobo the Beaverneck.
1: And just uh, <laughs> and just like you know, mm-hmm. like stick out your teeth next time you see one of them.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's also a quick way to get an exorcism for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, exactly. So that's usually how you picture them. But uh, our friend Bob Larson. Bobo the Beaverneck. He is not a Catholic. And Mm. he made it very clear to point that out. Like, you don't have to be a Catholic. Mm. They're not the only ones who can perform exorcisms. And yet, how does he dress?
0: Like a Catholic,
1: and then they're playing this very contemporary Christian music,
0: and Bobo the Beaverneck is standing in the front, clapping in the most awkward manner. Remember uh, this? This yeah, very that, middle-aged white guy. This
1: I'm hip. I don't quite have rhythm, but you know, right. I'm into this.
0: But it was very fun to watch. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching him.
1: So, uh, for you Christian music fans, it was a song by Mercy Me. <laughs> front row, we get joined by kind of the cast and crew of this whole enterprise. So, So who sits down next to us
0: some very pretty young ladies These
1: pretty young teenage gals. Yeah. Brynn's Savannah, Savannah and Tess.
0: Okay, yeah, Tess, And that's right. and
1: Savannah sits next to me, so I'm mm-hmm. on the right and she's right next to me and between us she's got her Bible and her cross. Right. They've got like these pewter crosses, very solid things. If you had to hit an attacker with this, oh, it would yeah. definitely give you some some time to oh, run yeah, away. Would... So yeah, we're, oh, this is interesting. What's up with these uh, pretty teenagers? Well, gals? I didn't
0: think that because I already knew about the rosary oh, because you didn't? I heard about them before. Ah. So, Bubba the Beaverneck is famous for having these teenage exorcists Uh who follow him around, and they're studying to be exorcists too. And... It well, doesn't seem like a long-term plan, because they're two, not going to be teenage forever. Two but, of
1: them are his daughters, mm, right? I think
0: just one of them is his daughter. One
1: is his daughter. I think okay. just
0: Bryn, the tall redhead. Ah, okay. So, yeah, he had these five girls, and if you look up Bobo the Beaverneck online, you'll but see... But use
1: Bob Larson, his right? real name. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo the Beaverneck. I don't know what that'll get you.
0: You look him up, and you'll see like these five young women profiles, but it seems like two of them pretty quickly fell off of this little wagon.
1: Yeah, we're kind of curious to know what happened to them. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're sitting down. They're playing the music. And uh, he says, all right, we're going to get this started soon. More people will be coming in. But uh, you know what? We're going to give you time to go buy the book in the back. And uh, it's just $15. And, uh, you know, I can't make you buy it, but you're going to feel real left out if you don't. And uh, so they put on the music and said, oh, eh, sure. So I go back and buy the book. Also, there was a film crew there.
0: Yes. Yeah. From Australia. From
1: Australia. Right? Like uh,
0: we both just looked at each other, like, "Well, that was terrible." Yeah. That's, we both have terrible. We're, Australian we're very accents. disappointed
1: in ourselves, but really, were we even trying? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Anyways, well, we mispronounced Brisbane.
0: Oh yeah. Last episode. Our, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: moving on. True story. If you look up God's angels mm-hmm. and watch the the story on the Australian sixty minutes, you will see myself mm-hmm. in a lot of the footage of that exorcism event.
0: And strangely, I'm sitting right the hell next to you and, and never in, see you you can see one tiny like quarter of the top of my head and if you freeze just right
1: but you see me looking like very concerned and very serious which is good they didn't catch me when I was laughing or anything right. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll link to it we'll link to it on our uh, Facebook page yeah
0: definitely and we actually got to talk to the host of that show at one yes, point
1: during and, a break
0: and we asked him if he believed in demons and he kind of sized us up looked us up and down to see how we felt well, he and then... like
1: very cautiously answered at first he's like it's really something isn't it
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were like, oh, we, you know, we're a little skeptical. And, and he he said, oh, I, I think it's utter bullshit or something like that. <laughs> so we um, we knew
1: we had a friend there in the back next to the camera.
0: Well, not that we assumed it was bullshit, but we, we had our uh, suspicions.
1: Right, yeah. right.
0: So, so far, Ross, uh-huh. we're at the point... Where no exorcism has been performed. Right, nothing But yet. there's a lot of singing.
1: Bob gets up front, tries to Bob get Bob a Tries to get everything going. He's making a bunch of corny jokes. He's he's introducing the film crew and very clearly, you know, trying to play stage-friendly uh, mm-hmm. for them. He, he's always, like, kind of name-dropping, trying to know, mm-hmm. find ways to kind of sell himself.
0: Yeah, and he tells us at one point that he was the official spiritual consultant on The yes. Devil Inside, right. which I promptly went out to see the next day. Oh, you saw it? Yes, I did, that. Um, it's a terrible movie.
1: I'm not that dedicated <laughs> to our podcast. Crap. Oh, and they had these. Uh, they had the sign up front that said, do what Jesus did. Yes. And that's kind of the big slogan for their ministry. Of course, a take on what would Jesus do. Sure. And you know what? They've got a point there because Jesus did spend an awful large amount of time casting out demons. That oh, was, for sure. That was a big part of his ministry. Right. Yeah. So he kind of got this thing started. He talks very loudly and very like in very punctuated terms. Mm-hmm. And very
0: good with sound bites. Very good at yeah. like distilling what he has to say into one very punchy sentence. Right,
1: and I think he's rehearsed these and practiced mm-hmm. these, and he really oh, has them sure. down. For
0: sure.
1: And uh, and I'm just amazed that his voice can even work at the end of an evening because he's always talking like this.
0: Yeah. Always. Yeah. Everything. Uh huh. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was there. I confirm it.
1: And uh, it was funny because uh, you get the sense from the the teenage gals that he's probably kind of like this doddering father type figure because every now and then he'll say something with real assurance. You know, he's like finishes one sentence is involved in this planet, and then they all quietly say battle, battle, <clears throat> battle because they know oh, the line right, that he right, right. he's saying. Be-
0: Battle. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, they've they've learned his little his, spiel. Yeah, right.
1: indeed. So, so yeah. What do they do? They brought up some people to have their testimonies. Uh, people who had previously had demons exercise and so mm-hmm. they're talking about this one lady who had you know she's usually so sweet but uh, oh my goodness she was saying such nasty things mm-hmm. this really big guy they're saying you know he had, was totally succumbed to the power of this demon and he started speaking in German and the, the teenage <laughs> girl said and I don't know if he speaks German <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, he wanted to size up this audience and see if we had any demons amongst us and so he was uh, talking about how anybody can do this and we all have to uh fight demons at whatever level we're at anyone
0: and, can do what exercise someone else exercise oh, a demon okay. yeah so mm-hmm. yeah he
1: was saying that uh, any christian really has that authority right Yeah. You know? Uh, It could be accidents, illnesses, strange things that have been happening to you, molesting, raping, uh, or I'm sorry, he's talking like this, rejection, (laughs) broken relationships. They manifest themselves in your lives because Satan is attacking you.
0: Just to clarify, he's saying that all of those things can cause a demon to enter you, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Right. Or they no, they can be symptoms of a demon.
0: Right. But I think also the former, because I know that on his website, it says that uh, incidents like being raped or you know being manipulated in some other way that that can actually cause a demon to enter you during oh, that event. Oh, right. Because you're sort of so vulnerable at that you're moment. You're right. He which, did say that. Which reminds me that also on their clunky website is a quiz right. where you can find out yes. how likely you are to be possessed by a demon. And I took it for ten. You took Count that them, quiz. Ten dollars. And it said that I was moderately at risk of being possessed. I believe.
1: Moderately demon possessed.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> Um,
1: let it be said of you that you are moderately demon possessed <laughs> right
0: and ask you really personal questions yeah really personal yeah he yeah. seemed
1: to have no problem just coming out saying were you raped
0: yeah to all these people right only to women now that i think about it but and
1: he's saying that uh, there's these six common strongholds there's fear there's anger there's rejection depression oh sorry i'm not using his voice again self-hatred
0: abuse Dopey, <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the alternate dwarves, and and yeah, he kept like giving these little like alliterative alternatives. Are you going to be a winner or a whiner? Are you a warrior or a wimp? So he starts going around and he wants to find out who has demons in them. He He's kind of taunting us. He's walking around as we're sitting there and there's just this very awkward moment as he's walking around with his microphone uh, asking us questions. Is there something you want to stop doing but can't stop? Maybe you're just weak. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, and then like he'll stare at somebody. And say, Look at me, because I guess you know that it is the window to the soul, and so sure. that's how he can find out if we have demons in us. Mm-hmm. So this is where I was really conflicted. I don't know if you were like I was thinking. Oh no, should I should I pretend?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Should I give I him a little bit it. of the
1: crazy? Yeah, because right. I was really tempted to start. You know, like jerking my ears saying, like should right. I be the demon possessor? No, no, no. I'm just here to observe.
0: Yeah, I wonder how he would react to just someone with you know like a nerve disorder or something a twitch yeah, yeah something like that i noticed that he appeared to use to me a lot of reverse psychology telling people what to mm. do by telling them what not to do sure you know look at me don't look away but right. they were looking at him so it was basically telling them to look away like that's the role to play <laughs> you know <laughs> right so that they would look away or you know they would act like these people needed restraining when they were barely moving come on guys get in there grab her don't wait but then as soon as they started restraining them, they would be flying all over the place. Right, yeah.
1: right. Yeah, so he had us all fixating and, like, closing our eyes and thinking about the worst thing that had ever happened to us or that we'd ever done. And then he goes around and, uh, and kind of yells things with his cross. He's got his cross up. By the power of this cross, you are defeated. You understand me saying defeated? See, my throat's going to hurt just from <laughs> doing a Bob Larson impersonation.
0: Bob the the beaver neck. By the authority of Christ, you lose these people. You cannot have them. You cannot keep them. Do you
1: understand me, Satan? Uh, the strongest one was when he found this gal sitting behind us. Mm-hmm. We'll call her Cynthia because that was her name.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a perfect reason.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, he did that exact same thing that you were just mentioning where he, you know, said like, hold her down. JJ, get ready. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, this this huge man comes up behind this poor young gal and like gets and, her in a half and Nelson. And this is a
0: little lady. <laughs> Maybe a bit tall, but... but hundred pounds thin, baby. Yeah, yeah
1: right look at me open your eyes and look at me look at me get ready JJ get ready get ready
0: come on Rafa come on quick resist you by the blood of Christ
1: She had, like, the fake eyelashes on. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah,
0: she's real dressed up to go to an exorcism meeting. Yeah, she's looking pretty good there.
1: And uh, really strange because there seems to be this huge focus on race. And so immediately yeah. they wanted to know, you know, like, what's your ancestry?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, now that I think about it, is a really funny thing to shout at someone, isn't it?
1: <laughs> so, yeah, she immediately was already yelling, like, right so finally she said and that she
0: spat on him too oh she yeah spat yeah in his face that's
1: right he had a winner here yeah and so she said that she was uh mexican and apache
0: uh-huh
1: he was happy and so like
0: he <laughs> 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 well, loved that
1: yeah yeah so he left her there for a bit like asked a few questions and then he went around the room some more he got one really big burly guy to mm-hmm. like squeal out in this high-pitched tone <sighs> Anyways, he was like, I think he finally realized that, you know, this is our gal. We want her to be our main person. So mm-hmm. he brought her up in front and uh, made sure that the camera crew could get in. And he was like kind of orchestrating everything, you know, like. Come back here, girls.
0: Get in here. Don't oh, get in front of the camera. Stay back so they can get the show. Yeah, he's very much a media whore. Oh, yes. And I, I don't even think he would take offense to us saying that. I think he would happily admit that that's sort of part of his evangelatory plan. Evangelatory? Evangelical plan. There you go. There we go.
1: Be in front of as many eyes as possible. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. He was emphasizing that continuously throughout the talk. Yeah, The very first thing he started in was um, asking, Who's the chief?
0: Who is it? Who is the chief spirit? Come on, help me out. Come on, let's take authority here. Who's the chief spirit here? So he
1: wanted to know who this chief spirit is. And Cynthia didn't seem to know what to say. I think she was just lost for words. Mm-hmm. And so she's sitting there kind of writhing with her eyes. Because it's like, mm, you're like making kind of, I don't know, almost orgasmic sounds mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of very sexual oh, yeah. sounds. Um, you know, demons do that. So he keeps like pestering her. Like, Who's the spirit? Who's the chief spirit? And so finally she kind of whispers something. Who's the chief spirit? Oh, what? What did you say?
0: Radishay. Radishay? Huh? Radishay.
1: Radishay. Where does Radashe come from? The Mexican of the Apache. Answer me. Who is Radishay? Who is Radishay? Answer me. What bloodline? There is a one bloodline we don't know. Answer me. What bloodline? Radishay. What bloodline? Is Radishay Mexican or Apache? Who's Radishay? What bloodline?
0: <laughs> or is it a bloodline? We don't know. Do you think she had what just bloodline? Like, had radishes for dinner?
1: I don't know. Yeah, was, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I kept kind of picturing like a radish with arms. <laughs> 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 like that was the demon. But yeah, finally he'd gotten this name out of her. So he was happy. <laughs> and so then he's asking, where's my Bible? I'm going to pierce you with the sword of the spirit. And so he hits her back. With the, his Bible, what's the bloodline? Here comes the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And So he keeps repeating this: "What bloodline? What bloodline?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think she just like wasn't sure. Like, what do I answer? She didn't know. She's being right, asked right, right. specific questions, and so she says, "We command you. You tell us what bloodline." Of
0: all of her ancestors.
1: All of her ancestors. Yeah. Which one?
0: No, all of them. All
1: of them. And so then he starts saying, "What does Radishah mean?" Mm-hmm. And what does Radishah mean? Mm-hmm. You like to... no. you have
0: to no. your You're going to tell
1: me, what does Radhashah mean? What does it mean? What does Radhashah mean?
0: I command you through Christ to tell me, what does Radhashah mean?
1: What is the name of them? Death!
0: Death. In what language? In what, language?
1: In what language? What language? Get up, Radhashah. Oh up,
0: Radishah. Which language?
1: What language? And again, she didn't know what to say, and so he kept just b- battering her. Wait. What language? What language? What language? Which fucking one you wanted to? Be?
0: That's not an answer.
1: And so then, someone in the front row had like an iPad and was right. like clearly trying to look all this stuff up. Mm-hmm. And she said Hindu. And so then he turns around and he says, "You're from Africa." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Oh jeez. <no>, <laughs> so this would just be like the first of many times of him like just clearly messing up the information he was getting oh my god and it's a good thing he had this little crew around him to correct him she's not responding so the girls like think oh we need to do something so yeah uh, you must, obey the, man you of must god.
0: obey the man of god and they they would always they would always say this like they get this glazed look in their eyes and you could <laughs> tell they were like thinking about dinner or whatever and then they would snap <laughs> to attention and be like oh I obey the man of god must obey the man of god in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit You must answer the man of god and then back off into la la
1: land so then like they'd get the audience involved and say hey, we the people of god agree so carrie and i yelled with everybody
0: we the, we people, the people of god, god agree. agree and we were really getting into it oh, at this yeah, point yeah
1: absolutely okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. this is my favorite favorite part
0: <laughs> you're okay. you're blowing our whole show you can't tell me it's your favorite moment oh I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
1: All right. How many generations does this spirit go back to China? <laughs> We're getting all these places all over the globe. Right. It's not making any sense whatsoever. She's Mexican and Apache, she's got an Indian spirit from Africa. <laughs> <And> no. <laughs> In China. in China and he wants to know how many generations because apparently these demons like stay with a oh, family. Oh right,
0: yeah, so just, just to clarify in case anyone has had trouble following this which I don't blame you <laughs> um, that demons will sometimes like you know, come into a particular individual but then her progeny will continue yes. to have the demon if uh, he or she is not exercised. Right, so you yeah. may
1: have a demon that you were born with.
0: Right, yeah. exactly. exactly. Just like HPV.
1: Fair kind <laughs> <Indeed. laughs> <laughs> yeah communicable so so I love this so he asks her and she's just kind of squirming for a bit you know like mm. he's right. like tell me how and many she's generations
0: like, she's buying time yes, at right. Right. She's like, no. fuck you
1: <laughs> how, how many how many generations so finally I command you through Christ you tell me how many generations give me my Bible spirit I take the sword of the spirit and I'm going to pierce you with it you got that
0: I'm going to pierce you with it
1: now I asked a question. How many generations?
0: How many? Come in. Do you want the sword of the spirit again? How many generations? How many? How many? How many generations? Thousand. How many? Six thousand.
1: Seven. Sixty.
0: Six thousand.
1: Six thousand. What is that? Well, let's get a a straight answer here, Spirit. Get your head up and look at me, Spirit. Thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. he's like, you know, hoping like they'll just have not noticed that she just yelled six thousand.
0: Right. Because? Because,
1: you know, he probably (laughs) believes that the earth itself is like six thousand years old. Right, right. So how could you have six thousand generations? In the scientific view of the age of the earth, six thousand generations takes you back to, you know, something you would still call homo sapiens we can sapiens. still
0: mate with him or her mm-hmm. right
1: yeah exactly but yeah clearly this didn't fit with his theology so right. he saying, why are you lying to me <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell so, me how many generations is she you know you you can just tell she's thinking like, oh crap that's not the number that's he was not looking the right for. answer okay
0: he, okay okay so what does she say she says 17000
1: <laughs> She's like, oh, he must have wanted more generations.
0: <laughs> but she has clearly gone the wrong way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so you and I start laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't hold it in at this point. And then he like, I don't know if this was the moment, but at some moment he turned and looked at us like, okay, okay, I get it. That's too many. Calm it down, <laughs> right, <science> kids. <laughs> right.
1: So yeah, he's like, why are you lying to me, Spare? Well, perhaps it's... Intergenerational or transgenerational, and then
0: makes a you know uses his hand to indicate a horizontal yeah, line, right?
1: Not which vertical movement is
0: the entire point of a generation is that it's vertical. Right. There's no other definition to that word.
1: It's so, so yeah, he's kind of muttering that oh, it could be uh, intergenerational, transgenerational, <laughs> just, right? or maybe some it's hypergenerational. Prefixes, <laughs> yeah, right. Just yeah. Some
0: prefixes, I know. It's age generational. <laughs> it's
1: quasi generational. <laughs>
0: Super generational.
1: So, yeah, so she he's not happy with that. So he starts kind of, I think, feeding her, like, a number. And finally mm-hmm. he gets her to say seven. And mm-hmm. he's happy with that. Seven generations. Yeah, like,
0: okay, that's reasonable. <laughs> oh, goodness. And still a long time ago. All right.
1: And then he keeps doing that with the name, too. Like, he keeps changing the name. So he would start saying... <laughs> you
0: know, because of this immediate <laughs> game of telephone. Like, way too fast. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah, I can imagine if he was by himself.
0: Rashada. Rashada
1: and yeah. and the girls goes like um, rad- no, Radishaw. Rad-
0: rad- Radishay. Was yeah, it but they Radishay? Start saying
1: it was Radishay to begin with oh, and then they, they, they start saying telling me Radishaw. Radishaw okay. So that becomes its new name.
0: Possibly because they're thinking of the Radisson Hotel. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and at some point, the lady with the iPad had looked up some name, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, it's so-and-so. And maybe that was Rashada or something, mm-hmm. but it was like a name that sounded kind of similar. Right.
0: But this is moving all over the place, and you would think this demon knows its own name.
1: It's like, yeah, right, <laughs> right. But he wants to address it by his name. That's right. very important. And he he looks over at the iPad. They bring it up to him. He's reading it. Oh, so... Y- you were once a king who was human like to torture people before, before killing you killed
0: them and you saw it dawn on him that this was gold that yes. he had hit the most amazing coincidence ever the film
1: crews are gonna love yeah. this yeah <laughs> so uh so yeah he kept yelling rashada and then the, like the the teenagers would correct him and oh it was just it was embarrassing <laughs> Then he starts asking, Do you have legal authority? Yes or no? I don't blame her then for kind of squirming and not knowing what to say because we're going legal. What?
0: Right. What is that?
1: And he kept using that term throughout the night. So apparently that was his way of saying, like, authority over this body. Right,
0: right. That, like, the demon. Does or doesn't own the person, and presumably if they were saved by Jesus, then then the demon yeah, doesn't has have no the right authority. to be there, Right? I think. I don't know.
1: It's just a confusing term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cut it out, Bobo. Don't use that. <laughs> use a different term. He wanted to know why the demon was there, and she said, no one wanted her. So he said, ah, oh, rejection. So he, like, discovered what right. this this vector was. And
0: then turned to her mother, who was also in the audience. Yes. has she experienced a lot of rejection. And the mother mm. said, yes, she was conceived by rape. I don't really know why that equals rejection. Why does being conceived by rape equal rejection? Uh, I don't
1: know. It was a night of non sequiturs.
0: Yeah. But, I mean... Uh, both obviously horrible concepts but (laughs) I don't see the connection per se.
1: Right and this gives you the idea of like just the really personal uncomfortable things that they're throwing out there Uh you kind of waver between being interested in this whole pageant and feeling really uncomfortable like like, how do I properly react to this? Assuming
0: these stories are all true which is also all over the place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah he went into this whole cycle of like having her repeat things after him. And so he would say something, and she'd repeat it, and then he'd say something, and he'd repeat it, and he'd be talking to the demon, then he'd be talking to her, and uh, and then she would want to play along, and I would be like, oh, come on, just do what he says.
0: Right? <laughs> come on, we're, we're 45 <laughs> minutes into this now. <laughs> this
1: is painful. <laughs> it was not a clean ending, because you kept thinking, like, oh, good, the demon's right. cast out, and then, like, she'd start yelling again.
0: Yeah! Like, and you're like, when does this happen exactly?
1: Stop it! Yeah, yeah, like, okay, is she clean? Because now she's yelling again. And so, like, we, we'd already clap for her. Her, and then like she's yelling again, like what is going on? And yeah. so like the monologue's launch, not over. They launch into this whole thing again. So yeah, it took a long time. Yeah,
0: but- it's like it's like those classic jokes you see of like the Hamlet who won't die, or you know, like the bad <laughs> the bad community theater actor who like continues stumbling across the stage He's with a the knife in his chest. Yeah, exactly. His <laughs> chest. Yeah. Oh jeez.
1: Now she was going to uh, get married. To this guy, and give the girl a good home, and raise her to fear God. So we're
0: talking about three generations now. We're talking about three generations. Yeah. Now. The, so there's the mother of this young woman in the audience. There's the young woman herself, and then she herself has a child, right? Yes. Okay. Right,
1: and like one of the very first things he did, it's very nice of him, is he jumped in to say like, "I cut your connection to the next generation." So mm, he was right. isolating this child. So this child was no longer belonging to this demon. So
0: <laughs> right on, Bobo. He
1: established that right away. Yeah, and then he focused. On trying to get her married to the baby daddy,
0: right,
1: and making sure that they're all one happy Christian family.
0: Mm-hmm. And and he also said, "You're going to need a lot of healing work." My team will be here today and tomorrow. <laughs> right, which seemed like a little subtle sales pitch.
1: Yeah, yeah, to to his uh, current subject. And oh, who's great at one point? Like he, um, I don't know, he just loved throwing out these names. He's like, "I sense Quetzalcoatl." Quetzalcoatl, are you in there? And I sense Lucifer. And I sense. Jezebel.
0: Oh. He loves- Jeze- Jezebel. Bell. And I don't mean the feminist website. The actual Jezebel. Right. And um, from
1: the Old Testament.
0: And I am a subscriber to Bob Larson's newsletter, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things. And he blogs That's
1: one where you subscribe and I don't.
0: Yeah, well yeah. it's so good, Ross. It's you so send good. It but I me. send you the best ones. Because yes, there's you. a lot of them. But he quote unquote blogs in the newsletter. He calls it his blog, but it's a newsletter, so <laughs> that's not quite right. But uh-huh. And he blames every frickin' thing on Jezebel. He just... Whoo. And it's always something... It's always basically, like, this woman siren song to someone, so mm. Jezebel is responsible. Mm. So the Petraeus affair, he pretty much oh, entirely yeah. blames on the woman and then said, but it's because of Jezebel.
1: Right. And, uh, and then, like, at the very end, like, he wants to take a picture with her and the teenage angels and stuff. Right. So he gets a bunch of pictures. And-
0: right! No! This is the best. Oh, no, I'm blowing it, too. This is the best thing is, like, after they exercise demons, they make the person who was exercised stand up there with them, hold out a cross and smile for the camera. And then, like, the whole room falls silent while they take, like, six pictures of her smiling. It's so awkward. Oh, you know, we should also mention this whole spectacular event is free. Yes. So if yes. you want to go see Bob Larson, of course, you will be pressured to give money, but Big time. but technically speaking it is a free event. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he did this whole financial pitch kind of after he was done with the demon. So he said, now we need to keep doing this. And we've got an opportunity coming up in Brazil and uh, we'll be seen before 35 million people. So he's wanting us to immediately write out a check. I need you here for just two minutes and I don't want anybody to get up, go to the bathroom. But if you can just give a gift of $500 or $1,000, $100 or more, and you can take home one of these crosses. And he holds up, they've got a bunch of copies of it of this kind of pewter looking cross. Right. And so you can buy one for $100 and he'll anoint it for you uh, and uh, take a picture with you and the cross up front.
0: But we didn't do it. We didn't do it. I, didn't was,
1: it. I was tempted. Were you? Yeah. We, we didn't say it. This was a long time ago.
0: Yeah, you know... uh,
1: We've been sitting on this one. We have,
0: for a specific reason that we'll get into at the end here. But yeah, yeah, this Um, actually happened... uh, We're recording this podcast in November, and this happened in January January. of this year, 2012.
1: So we didn't have as many donor dollars back then, and I think we were were trying to be judicious. So we do not own a Bob Larson crucifix I don't
0: think I would have felt comfortable giving Bob Larson $100 anyway. Good point. Yeah.
1: Even for that very handsome cross.
0: And for a very handsome man. (laughs) Right. Let's add that Bob Larson... The- oh my god Bobo the Beaverneck <laughs> appears. Oh,
1: I thought you lost that. Okay.
0: <laughs> appears to have had a very serious facelift.
1: And I think hair, or, hair, yeah, plugs. hair plugs. Yeah, yeah there's no. some stuff
0: going on there. Go Google him. But Spirit yeah, again, you're gonna vanity. have to say Bob Larson because the internet hasn't caught up with Bobo the Beaverneck.
1: It will give it. Could time. someone?
0: Hey, 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 listeners! Can someone please make <laughs> Buy some the sort of name or something? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, I was just gonna say I'm not. I'm not very handy with the old Photoshop, but I would love an image of Bobo the Beaverneck. So. I'm going to let them have free reign, whatever they want to make. Use your artistic license. I would like something that indicates Bubba the Beaver Neck.
1: I spent 15 bucks, and I have a copy of Demon Proofing Prayers. That's his book. And, and, you know, he said we'd feel left out if we did not have the book, and I think he was right because many times he had us, like, read out of the book.
0: My favorite thing about your book, Ross, is that on the back... Where there are quotes from critics, supporters, whatnot. Uh Here is one of the quotes. Okay. Mm -mm. The devil is ugly. Evil is ugly. When you get to what I call pure extreme evil, it's not going to be pretty. Now, who do you think said that? The New York Times, quoting Bob Larson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God.
1: Goodness. Uh, Then he wanted us to all break up into these small prayer groups you could go around and be prayed for presumably you know maybe have demons dealt with so
0: and i had printed out my quiz that said i was at moderate risk of being possessed which people can go and take at demon test.com if they like but it is ten dollars that you're giving to bob larson so I printed that out and we brought it up to one of the young women. We brought it up to Savannah. She um, she looked at it and she she said, oh, you know, this is all alarming. And then she started asking about specific questions that I had answered um, in the positive. Then was asking me like really personal questions about my personal history. And this is all with like people around you in very close quarters. Yeah, yeah. As I was talking to her, she she suddenly said, I saw something. I saw something. Oh in there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I was like, like in uh, your eyes. Yeah. She had these like very big kid. eyes
1: and she's just staring at Carrie the whole time yeah. very intently.
0: And she would suddenly like when she thought she spotted a demon in me, her eyes would just suddenly turn to hatred. I mean it was actually Whoa. kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh shit, she hates me now. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm talking, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, uh childhood was rough, you know, just sort of like and going through this this list that she's making me go through, she'd suddenly say like, "Who are you?" <laughs> and then I'd say, "Ah, uh, Carrie." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then she, she'd say, oh, "Okay, you, I, you know, thought you I saw something." You weren't taking
1: the bait. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? And then we keep having the conversation. Da, 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 Hatred in her eyes who are you (laughs) so she kept doing that and i kept Uh, telling her my name she thrust her bible into my chest cavity at one point yeah you gotta
1: watch out for their bibles they will thump you with them
0: yeah and there was i wish we had video of it there was just this wonderful moment where she like thrust the the bible into my chest cavity and i just sort of clunk my head down and look at it (laughs) look back up at her and she's like Okay, thought I saw something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you weren't playing along, right?
0: Yeah, well, because I thought, for honesty's sake, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the right thing to do. That's good. So she starts getting more and more frustrated that this demon won't come out and show okay. itself.
1: So, yeah, like, Carrie's done nothing at this point right. except just be Carrie. And so she's like, this is a real tough this one. This is
0: a hard one.
1: <laughs> oh, and in the, the meantime, you know, they're having this little conversation back and forth, and behind me, I'm hearing people going like... <laughs> <"Bruh!">
0: <laughs> vomit noses, yes. yeah they've got like garbage swearing. cans
1: out and people being like pinned to the walls. <laughs> <there's>
0: lots of <laughs> vulgarity and like
1: people's like faces being smushed down on the ground
0: the camera crew could not be less interested in us because here i'm apparently the hardest exorcism in the room right. but i'm just saying I'm very just...
1: recalcitrant demon
0: and then at one point she wanted to pray she wanted me to pray and i think you to pray too with mm. me and we all held hands yes. I'm holding her Bible, I think, and this is one of the moments mm. where during that prayer, I had this, like, extreme desire to, like, just suddenly drop it as if it's a hot potato. <laughs> just thinking, like, that it would freak her out so much, oh, yeah. but I didn't. But, yeah, so we we finish, and then she continues to ask me who I am. I continue to tell her my name, and she said... This is one of the hardest exorcisms I have ever attempted. You're going to need an expert.
1: Wow. Yeah. So you still have that demon as far as we know.
0: I guess so. And so then... What we... is your name? Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm uh, right,
1: just checking. <laughs> I thought I saw <laughs> something.
0: <laughs> Jezebel! I'm you know, oh, sorry. As it was... <laughs> <laughs> Bobo it's, it's, I, <laughs> as, as the event was, was ending, I approached Bobo... And said, you know, she said I needed an expert, and he seemed completely unconcerned. Really? Yeah, you looked at my quiz, he looked at me, and I felt just kind of like he sized me up. Uh, And he was like, eh, you're fine. I'm real tired. (laughs) Yeah, he was
1: getting tired. Yeah. You could tell. I'm
0: real tired, you seem to kind of have your wits about you, this is not going to (laughs) be fun, let's move on.
1: Right. So carry that mm. that was our experience who
0: it was a good one yeah now do you think there will be further adventures with a but with the Beaver now.
1: We can only hope so. And, and... Dot,
0: dot, dot, dot.
1: This is the reason that we have sat on this experience for so long. Yes. These, these 10 months.
0: So uh, I'm actually in contact with the teenage exorcists and and let them know that I would like to become a young exorcist anyway. There we go. So fingers crossed, but we'll let you know next episode if there is an update. So sometimes kind souls give money to us to keep this operation going. Something no.
1: possesses them.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> to give their possessions to us yes oh they say to themselves sharon i really value this show all of our donors are named sharon okay um i really value this show i can't imagine showing up to these things myself i am so glad that someone else does it so i don't have to yes here is where we thank our friend and we don't know this guy, I say our friends, because he is quite the supporter. Yes. Martin Dempsey of Surrey, UK. Martin. And...
1: Jeffrey Clark from Campbell, California. Woo
0: Jeffrey. woo! Jeffrey, I'm going to try to tone down my woos. I keep hearing that we oh, break yeah. we break the audio barrier when yeah, we they... woo. And Jonathan Graber from Goshen, Indiana. Thank
1: you, Jonathan. A woo! No, don't do it.
0: Well, I'm just just trying to... Ugh, whatever.
1: James Walker from San Diego, California. Hey! James.
0: Alexander Medina from Huntington Beach, California. Thank you! Alexander. And
1: also Nathaniel Miller from Portsmouth, Virginia.
0: Woo! I think they pronounce it Portsmouth, No.
1: Portsmouth, Virginia. No, they probably do. That makes sense. Like Dartmouth.
0: All right. Sean Whirl from Boise, Idaho. Now, Sean. Sean requested a limerick, but <laughs> do we do the limericks anymore, well, we've Ross? Got, we've
1: gotten feedback. People are like, cut it out with the limericks on air. Yeah. So we haven't done that for a while. So We'll send you one.
0: We'll, we'll make you a special one, though, Sean. We'll email it to you.
1: Paulette Platt from Taylorsville, Utah.
0: Woo, Paulette. Uh, Mark Johnson from Placentia, California. Mark
1: Johnson! Buddy of ours. Very generous. Thank you, Mark. Joshua M. Gazelt from Bayside, New York.
0: Hey, Thank you, Joshua. Stuart Young from Worcestershire, United Kingdom. Worcestershire. Worcestershire.
1: Matt Chapman from Santa Monica, California. And we need to say a word about Matt Chapman because... Not only is he our friend, but he is our trivia companion. Yes. We have applied with Matt mm-hmm. for the American Bible Challenge. Mm-hmm.
0: A Bible knowledge trivia game show.
1: Hosted on the Game Show Network by Jeff Foxworthy. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that we get on the show. I think we got a good chance.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, we can't tell you any more than that. But, no, we uh, can But Matt bought us a fantastic meal. And, yes, uh, he did. And we need to thank Luis Reynoso from Alexandria, Virginia. Ooh. Thank you, Louise.
0: Leslaw Kopek from Poland. Thank you.
1: Leslaw. And Nicole Harris from Richmond, Virginia.
0: Woo, Nicole. And she's uh, very funny and very nice. I see her on Facebook all the time, but have never met her in person. All right. And Michael Chavoni from West Hollywood, California. Michael,
1: thank you very much.
0: So... Ross, is it?
1: That's my name.
0: You have met Bobo the Beaverneck in person. Yeah. You have have seen me exercised. You have met (laughs) teenage exorcists. You have followed around Bobo and tried to take a picture with him for a good (laughs) half an hour. Right. Looking back over this whole experience, Mm -hmm. what would you say is your pseudoscience rating on a scale of 1 to 10, where (sighs) 10 is something like out of this world ridiculous like your whole uh, person is made of goat sperm
1: goat sperm i
0: know the sperm what? of a goat <laughs> um, wait. Oh. and one Idea. one is something completely scientific like uh the theory of um gri- no the theory of evolution oh
1: whoa pulling out the big guns yeah yeah, this is completely outside the realm of science. I mm-hmm. think uh, okay. you know, what what they are doing there would not fall under the realm of scientific inquiry. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to give it a very high rating because I feel like uh, they could use some more science. I think a lot of things that used to be attributed to demons in the time of Jesus mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. thereafter are now very well explained mm. um, in the world of... Disease, both Mm -hmm. mental and physical. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot more science could be brought to bear in the minds of uh, the people that we met. So I'm going to give it an eight.
0: That is a great point, Ross. And listening to you think that through completely changed what I was going to say. Because I was thinking, Mm -hmm. um, "Ah, it's not that pseudoscience-y because... You know, it's not necessarily fighting science in any way. You right. know, it's just sort of there. And, yeah, there's no evidence for it. But it's not really, like I say, biting back. But I hadn't thought about its origin is mm. clearly just a misunderstanding of the way the human mind works or the human body works. Right. Well, I shouldn't say clearly, but that's my inclination. Right. Um. So I'm going to go right up there with you. I'm going to join you at eight. High five. Holla.
1: Yeah. Well, then, Carrie, then what would you give this on a pocket drainer value? How expensive do you think this is? we is something incredibly expensive, like sending a large crew to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one would be something very affordable, like being anointed by oil for free.
0: <laughs> well, that's. Okay, well, um, at, having seen only what we saw, I would say. Uh, Maybe a two because you are sort of pressured, but Mm -hmm. it was easy enough to resist. It was no big deal. I will say this is one of those places where it seems like it would be easy to get into a manipulative relationship, you know, where you uh, are paying him for personal sessions and whatnot, but we didn't see that. So I'm not going to say it's there or not there. I did see some interesting videos of him when I was researching him of his his huge house. Financials, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And you're right, we didn't necessarily experience any of that ourselves, but we did see the pressure that was applied and the many opportunities that he was providing and kind of tying to feelings of guilt or, right. you know, being effective for the Lord. So You know
0: what's effective for the Lord is donating to No Ross and Curry.
1: So I'll give, give it a little higher than that. I'll say four.
0: All right, Ross. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, boy. Finally, we, every episode we do this creepiness rating, and I think when we started the show, we thought, "Yeah, creepiness—that'll be fun." think you know, we're not usually creeped out by most of these things. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we,
1: this is the moment we've been waiting for.
0: Exorcism on a creepiness <laughs> scale, We're one is something in uh, not creepy at all. Like you go to Barnes and Noble, uh-huh. you buy a Nook. The guy behind the counter says. Have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? You say no. He says, me neither. Okay. (laughs)
1: That's fine.
0: (laughs) All right. And then 10 is something very creepy, like you go to Barnes & Noble, (laughs) Uh you buy a Nook. Guy says, have you read Fifty Shades of Grey? I can picture it. You say no. He says... Do you want to live it?
1: Whoa. All right. You know, I'm always like, I don't know how it always falls to you to come up with a creepiness scale, but I'm always really creeped out and scared just to <laughs> know what will come out of your mind.
0: Oh, thank you, Ross. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Oh. Um, so I'm going to say, like, one is not the score I would give it. Mm, okay. I'm going to give it much higher than that. I'm going to say this one tops out somewhere around, oh, hell, nine. Yeah, yeah. This is all kinds of creepy. If oh, you were, yeah. If you want creepy, it's exorcism because you've got people making weird barking noises and <laughs> retching noises and yelling and screaming "fuck you." And you're just wondering what the hell is going on oh, here. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just psychology, there's some freaky ass psychology going on.
0: Yeah, and then just the mythology attached to it—the oh. idea of demons. Oh, That's oh, about yeah. as creepy as it gets. Yeah. Someone else taking control of your body for it, evil. Come it, on. And
1: it might be Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> Or Lucer or Jezebel. Radish? Yeah, <laughs> a large radish or a Rashada? <laughs> you don't even or know. The
0: Radisson? I don't know, but it sounds bad. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna say ten just because I feel like this is the standard. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing. What that can is get the more creepiest? creepy than yeah. this? Okay, All
1: so right. so we may do creepier things in the future, but still, this is yeah. some creepy ass shit. I have to ask you, what would you give this on a danger rating? Mm. How dangerous is Exorcism on a scale of one to ten. Let's say where ten is something incredibly dangerous, like a teenager swinging a heavy metal cross at your head.
0: Oh, oh, at my head. At Yikes. your head. Don't want it.
1: Or one is something uh, not very dangerous at all, like watching an episode of a TV show and hearing a robot say, "Danger, Will Robinson."
0: <laughs> You're right. That's I don't. I'm not even scared right now. All right. Uh, You know, I would be a little concerned about this whole enterprise because, like we said, you might think you have a problem that's attributable to demons that's actually attributable to a medical condition. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, we all have heard the stories about the epileptic kids who get exorcisms and they just need help with their epilepsy. Or maybe just need,
1: you know, like some time with the psychologist. Yeah,
0: exactly. So that worries me a little bit. On the other hand, I really felt like mostly I was just watching a fantastic display of histrionics and everyone left happy. <laughs> right snugly in the middle at like a 5.
1: Okay. Oh, I'm going to put a little north of that. I'll say okay. 6.5. five. All right. Just because, yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of potential danger mm-hmm. just in that kind of worldview. Um, you know, we didn't determine in this if there are demons or not, but... Mm-hmm. I think there are healthier ways to attack one's problems in life. And we all have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I think falling prey to that kind of very convincing sort of thing that, you know, both of us have experienced before in our lives, like thinking that that's real. Yeah. Um, totally misses, uh, I would say, uh, I think, the, the point of, you know, where these problems are coming from. Since it affects everybody and it's, I think, wrong headed, I think it's dangerous.
0: Yeah, fair. And, you know, we should also differentiate between the typical exorcism you might see here in the States and an exorcism in other countries. I know that, you know, yeah. in Africa, for example, is is plagued with uh, witch accusations. And, yes. And uh, where
1: people get murdered.
0: Right. And exorcism, and likewise exorcisms. And um,
1: Bob even said at one matter. point, he's like, I've traveled to a 100 different countries and everywhere else. People, you know, are just willing to accept exorcism a lot harder in the U.S.
0: Mm yeah, which I find a little doubtful. I doubt mm. that, like, the Scandinavian countries would. <laughs> In Canada. So, Ross, hey. you blew your load a little bit. I did. But maybe you've changed your mind as you've reviewed the whole experience. What was your favorite moment?
1: Oh my goodness! It's still the generations thing. <laughs> um,
0: that was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. When he, he's he's clearly wanting a different answer and changing it as she's saying it, and kind of refusing to listen to what <laughs> what the girls are telling him, uh, and just trying to work through the logic of it. Yeah, I love that moment. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Though, mm-hmm. I gotta say, also the expressions that a Savannah was giving you, our young teenage exorcist, mm-hmm. just like the look she was giving you with her eyes, is just so funny. Smugness. See, like, right, right. She's this young girl, and she just knows she's right about everything. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just those looks she'd give you. I had a hard time not laughing.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I agree with you on, on your favorite moment, but just to add a couple to the mix. Yes. Um, I would also say this moment where... <laughs> Boba the Beaverneck was very seriously um, saying, like, everyone say it with me. Tell this demon to go. And you said, shoo. <laughs> Come out, yeah. Come out. Come out. Come out. All the way out. Come out. Yeah, get out, of there. Come out. Come out. Of All the way out. out, All All the way out. <laughs> oh, and who are you, Carrie? <laughs> oh, I, I thought I saw something.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Those
0: were pretty good moments. So, Ross. Yes. Let's say I am an avid Ona, Ross, and Carrie listener, or the partner or friend or sister or brother or cousin or aunt or uncle of Mm -hmm. an avid Mm -hmm. Ona, Ross, and Carrie fan. And it is December 1st. Yes. And I am listening to this episode, and I'm thinking, what the hell am I going to get them for the holidays? Yes. What? So difficult. Might be the perfect stocking stuffer that actually takes no no room up in the stocking so you can put an orange there.
1: Yeah, and you know, doesn't require any extra work from Santa, you know, I think mm-hmm. a donation to Ono Ross and Carrie in the mm. name of that loved one. Mm.
0: You're so right. Yes. You're so right.
1: It would warm the cockles of their wintry hearts.
0: And and I will say, if you donate and it's for someone's holiday gift. You can say on your donation, please give a month late. Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or whatever to Candace and we will.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Kwanzaa,
0: Kwanzaa, or Newton Miss. So, anyway, the point is, give us money, because otherwise we can't keep doing the show, and we want to keep doing the show! we
1: got so many exciting things planned.
0: We really do. We really do. We have too many. We have, guys, guys, we have this master list of investigations that we want to do that <laughs> one time we said, Okay, if we did one a month, how long do we have? And we had over six, six years <laughs> yeah. of investigations. So, hey, give us money so we can keep doing it. We love doing it. So that's it for our show. Our producer is Ian Kramer. And
1: our lovely theme music was written by Brian Keith Dalton of Mr. Deity fame. Uh, go to MrDeity.com. And if you haven't been there before, my goodness, you need to watch those videos. They are awesome, hilarious. I am a supporter of that show. And Carrie is a, an occasional fixture on yeah, the show.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a cast member, motherfucker. And do you
1: cast out demons?
0: Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Deity Brian Keith Dalton has been such an important figure in our lives in so many ways. He's a good friend of ours and a very big supporter of the show. And it's so, a good moment to thank him for all of his. Yeah, support.
1: we always mention him casually at the end of our shows, but really do go check out MrDeity.com dot com.
0: Yep. So you can find us on the web at OnoPodcast dot com or Facebook dot com slash Onrac. That's O N R A C. And be sure to check out our photos by liking us.
1: But before we go...
0: Now, every time it says, I am a warrior, I want you to shout it out. (coughs) Say it with enthusiasm. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I I am am a a warrior. warrior. Jesus Jesus Christ is my commanding commanding officer.
1: officer. The The Bible is my code of conduct.
0: conduct. The The word of of God God is my (laughs) weapon of warfare. I I am a am a warrior. I volunteered to serve and enlisted for eternity. I will not get out or sell out. I am faithful and reliable. I am a warrior.
1: I do not need to be pampered. No one has to encourage me. I salute my king and obey his orders. I am a warrior.
0: Disappointment will not turn me aside.
1: A loss will not make me quit,
0: quit. I, I am more than, than a conqueror through Christ, Christ. I am, am a warrior! warrior.